Hey everybody, thanks for joining us on the podcast today. This is a very, very special episode uh, for a number of reasons. First off, it's a Saturday. Uh, we're recording on Saturday. I think this is our first ever weekend podcast. It's a beautiful summer day in July. Um, I'm recording because uh, my girlfriend has plans on her own and I don't know what to do with myself when she's gone. So uh, I decided we'd do a podcast. Um, it's also pretty exciting for us because we have two people who have never been on before, two newbies. Normally we have, well, I guess we haven't done enough podcasts for that many returning guests. So most people that join are newbies. So I guess that's not that exciting. Um, most important though, this is the real thing that is exciting. They've been told about this already. They don't know exactly what the details are, but they know something big is coming. This podcast has a new name, ladies and probably just gentlemen. Uh, we are no longer hashtag bucks. We are now Deer Noise, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast hosted by the hashtag Basketball Network. Uh, we have a new podcast. We have a new host. It's just me. It's the same one, but it's just me now. Um, so to help me celebrate, we have two new guests. Very excited. They've wanted to be on the show many times. They've mentioned it at least once in passing, and I psychotically wrote it down to bring it up and have them come on later. First off, uh, the man that goes by a name that we dis- we were discussing earlier had a lot to do with the show Robin Big from MTV. If you're one of the older guys, like like he and I, him like him and me, him him and me, uh, Mr. Bobby Light from Reddit. AKA another name that is probably not something that I'm going to say all that often, but Bobby Light joining us. Uh, Bobby, Mr. I'm just going to say it. Your name's Curtis. Curtis, hey. Howdy. How are you doing? I'm great. I'm glad you included me in the uh, older guys, because like, I know I'm way older than you, but I'm glad I got included. Hey, it's okay. I'm normally recording this with people who are like six to seven years younger than me, so I'm very happy to have an elder statesman on the podcast today. Um, yes, last episode we had Patrick Casey, who is actually older than me too. He was the first person older than me. So gradually we're just adding age. And I think, I don't know, by the time episode 20 comes out, it'll be me and some octogenarian or something. (laughs) So, so that'll be good. Uh, Bobby, how's your day going? How's your Saturday? Thank you so much for recording with us. Uh, well, since I am absent of a social life, uh, recording on Saturday Mm -hmm. worked out rather well for me. Yes. I, I know exactly how you feel. I don't remember the last time I did anything that constituted as a social activity outside of talking to strangers on a podcast. Oh, what about so Fortnite? Is... Does Fortnite count? Because I do talk to you... people playing that. You know, I think that counts. Um, it depends. I don't, I've only played Fortnite once. It was on my mobile phone. and I, I made it to like the final five, and I didn't kill a single person. Damn. And I, I didn't really know what I was doing. But I feel like... To have a top five finish on your first try is really good, so I haven't touched it since. You want to go out on top, or at least yeah. in fourth. Exactly. You know, I've played Settlers of Catan also, only one time, and I won, and I have never played it. There's since. no reason to go back so, after that. No, I'm the reigning <laughs> champion, and I will be forever. Uh, we have another person on the on the show. Um, we've been making him sit here in silence yep, yep. politely which we appreciate <laughs> nope it is not time to talk yet hold on i, I need whoa, to introduce whoa. you first <laughs> all right okay joining us uh you know him from his various 
Photoshop work on the Milwaukee Bucks subreddit. Um, if you follow him on Instagram, you'll see some of that stuff. He provides us with all sorts of content online related to the Milwaukee Bucks. It is our friend Sam, a.k.a. Vice Pope, a.k.a. according to his Skype profile, Dr. Sam Polinsky. Yeah, my past career. Is yeah. That your past yeah. career. Moved on. It's cool that you're like... You're young. We've already discussed this. We have the oldest person on the podcast and the youngest person on the podcast. Uh, in an honor that Bobby Light Curtis was not too excited to to have, but yeah, we'll talk uh, about the youngest that. person. Well, now that now that I know that I'm at least beating Patrick Casey, um, at least I feel like yeah, I'm winning at something. So suck it, yeah, Patrick. exactly. <laughs> uh, Sam, thanks for coming on. What was your Saturday like before this? Um. I can't remember. I think I just like slept mostly, you know, just working cool. hard, going hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, had some family over, had some chips. That was pretty which, exciting. Had which, some chips. Which family members did you have? Uh, had my brother, sister-in-law, then had the nephew over, the little baby. Okay. How old? Uh, born in September last year, so he's like nine months old, something like that. I'm a great okay. uncle. I keep count. <laughs> I'm involved. All right. <laughs> uh, What's what's the nephew's name? Do you want to give a shout out to him for when he's like twenty five years uh, ago or twenty five years please. from now? <laughs> don't look at my when name. society has <laughs> collapsed and all we have left is podcasts. Yeah, just podcasts. Is... Oh, I'd rather die than live in that world. No thanks. Uh, uh, actually, while we're on the topic of shout outs, there is one person that I wanted to give a shout out to. Uh, our biggest fan, or I don't know. if she's our biggest fan but she has listened to at least one episode dang uh, like i said earlier patrick casey was on last yeah. week patrick casey's mom listened to the podcast loyal so I like to hear. everyone i i'd like everyone to give her a little round of applause to patrick's mom there you go patrick's mom um, yeah there we go i'm actually clapping so i'm glad you guys joined <laughs> uh i don't i don't know i mrs casey possibly mrs maybe, patrick maybe mom it's, probably works yeah, that's probably the safest. Yeah. Route. I don't know if her last name is Casey. It's 2018. Your last name can be whatever you want. That's right. Um, so, yeah, uh, gentlemen, we are going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks. On I know it's kind of shocking. Never on heard Milwaukee of them. Bucks podcast. Yeah. Uh, Ooh, it's going to be a long hour. We, <laughs> it's gonna, we're going to have so much to talk about. I would picked a, a day in July to have three people on to talk about it because there's just so much to get through. Yeah, so much news um, is pouring but, out. But before we get on to that, uh, Bobby, why is why is your name Bobby Light? We talked about this briefly. Uh, my name is Bobby Light because like eight to nine, I'm actually not even sure, but a while ago, I used to love Robin Big on MTV. And Rob had his secret persona of Bobby Light where they recorded this really shitty r&b song and i thought it was very funny back then so i took the name and it was my playstation name originally and i just kept using it over and over again mm-hmm. and the 24 year old me thought it was pretty awesome 36 year old me is less enthused about it but it's actually aged well with time you like it even more no definitely not no oh, okay yeah the opposite of that i do remember robin big i remember they had a mini horse yes i remember I they, they had a dog named got... meaty dog named meaty a dog, yes. I remember. Didn't you get a second one? Yeah. Did they get another or was that dog? In the yeah, there was. No, I thought they did get a second dog. It was Meaty, Mini, and then they did get another dog. I can't remember what his name was, though. Yeah, I think it was a girl. I can't remember. 
Good dog. Bo- I remember the episode where he tried to teach the dog how to skateboard. And he was taking him to like a ski- dog skateboarding yeah. coach. And I thought that had to be the most like specialized career path that anyone I could, need be, that job. could choose what for their doing? life. Yeah, all this time Doogie Hazarding it as a doctor, he's wasted time. Yeah, I know. A waste of my life. He's nineteen. I'm gonna guess it doesn't uh, I'm gonna guess it doesn't pay that well. Nah, I'm I'm pretty broke right now. You just need one whale of a client like <laughs> Rob Deerdeck, and then you're you're set for a I while. Because you know Rob man. probably he probably brought more dogs to that guy to have yeah. him teach. So anyway, this has been Locked On, uh, Robin Big. Uh, <laughs> and, and, thank you guys so much for showing MT- up. An MTV show from five to six years ago. <laughs> yep. I am actually very satisfied that Sam knew what Robin Big oh, was. I've been watching that forever, man. I love okay. Rob, however you say his last name. I'm not too good at that. Dear yeah. Nick. Great guy. We have, we have mixed feelings about his TV show uh, because it's basically just a ripped-off version of Tosh, as Bobby pointed out. Oh, and then I pointed out that it's a it's it it's a ripoff of uh, the Joel McHale the soup. It is, but but, it, but it's really a ripoff of John Henson, not the Bucks John Henson, the other John Henson with the white streak in his hair. Talk soup yes. days. <laughs> yes. Now he now he hosts Wipeout. If you guys have seen, Wipeout. oh yeah, I have not. Have you guys not seen Wipeout? I have not. Long time ago. Yeah. I would like to see current Bucks center John Henson hosting a clip show or beyond wipeout why not Ooh, there we go he could slip right Um, through he's pretty skinny (laughs) yeah no kidding uh i will say real quick um while we're on the subject of podcast i guess i don't know why we're not on the subject of podcasting we're just (laughs) podcasting there is about a 95 percent chance that there's a loud crash during the recording um I currently have two uh, U-Haul moving boxes taped to my wall to soak up some of the sound because last time we recorded, it was very echoey. Um, So you can see the photo on my Twitter. I don't want to say it's industrial light and magic of podcasting setups, but it's definitely got... Do they do podcasts? I don't know, but for the sake of this joke, I will say yes, that they do. (laughs) And this is as good as their setup. Okay. So if there's a big crash, I apologize. We'll get through it. You guys continue to talk as if nothing happened. Okay? I got you. Okay. Got it. So let's hit up our topics now. I did have things that I thought we should actually talk about, but like I said, there's not a whole lot to talk about in Buck's world right now. Um, the biggest news, I think, across the whole NBA is the obvious one that you know I know you guys have seen and heard a lot about. Uh, we have a superstar moving from one conference to the other. Yes. Uh, Bobby, what were, what were your thoughts on Michael Beasley joining the Los Angeles Lakers? Uh, the, my first thought was definitely I felt terrible for Justin Superstar. Mm-hmm. Yes. R.I.P. His dream of bringing back Beasley. It's uh, my dream too. I share it. I think it's quite a power shift. I'm not really sure how the Warriors are going to react to that. Ugh. But um, you know, hopefully they have something in their back pocket because I'm not sure that there's really a good counter move for that. Yeah, it seems like Michael Beasley is the perfect uh, chess move to counteract DeMarcus Cousins, <laughs> I think. so. It, to, be, um, to be a little bit more serious, I think it's actually kind of hilarious. That team is just so weird. It's so weird, and I can't wait to see them play together. I, I feel like they're all going to hate each other, but they may love each other. It's going to be weird. 
it's like Magic and Rob Palinka went out and were like, what's the most space cadet lineup we can possibly put together? How many basket cases can we have on one team? It's like they're challenging LeBron to just be like, you know, you're this great basketball mind. Everyone wants to play for you. Let's get these really eccentric guys with a lot of talent who have never reached their full potential. Let's see if LeBron can make them reach their full potential. That's the only thing that I think justifies bringing on uh, McGee and bringing on Lance and bringing on Michael Beasley. And then Rondo, obviously, is a good player, yeah. but still a fucking headache. But Have you guys played 2K before? Uh, like, have you played the... It's, it's been a while. Because, like, while. if you play... Uh, if you start your own league or make a new team, you get to choose... Like, you can do different types of drafts. And if you do one that... Like, the expansion team where you, uh, like, choose, like, leftover players... I'm pretty sure that's what Magic did. He just, like, picked random guys around the league that just no one else wanted. They're, like, the pieces of shit. He wasn't familiar with the rules. <laughs> yeah, like, when you're drafting with your friends, like, like, they pick all, like, all the superstars first. And you're like, I guess I'll take Lance Stevenson and, like, JaVale McGee and, like, rap god uh, Michael Beasley. Why not? I think, I think maybe LeBron is in favor of this. He just wants to prove, like, if he can beat the... Warriors with this lineup that he is truly the goat. There's no question there's, if that happens. There's no argu- there's yeah. no argument. There was argument, you know, with this team with Kevin Love and George Hill that if he could somehow defeat the Lakers or the the Warriors, I'm already talking about the Lakers <laughs> like they're the next dynasty. Yeah. Uh, if he they could defeat the Warriors that he would automatically propel himself up to goat status. I think he definitely is shooting for that now with this random hodgepodge of Island of Misfit That Cavs team that... was terrible. It was awful, dude. That that was a pain to that watch team... those that the final series, man. It was terrible. Yeah. Actually, this first year in a while, I didn't watch the finals at all. I watched I... one game. It was terrible. They were down by eighteen yeah. every minute. Once, once J.R. Smith lost the first game, I was like, yeah, it's probably gonna be a series. Oh, that was funny though. I love. I watched. I watched that live. I was standing <laughs> up in my living room. I was clapping. I called my girlfriend out from the back room to say, "Hey, you got to watch this." Cavs are going to go up by one, and because I wanted her to see like this monumental moment in basketball <laughs> she history, and she did, and she did, she did. Yeah. <laughs> she did. It was even better than I uh, possibly could have imagined. But um, other news, I guess. Oh, I just got a text from a friend who said, "Why didn't you just use egg cartons for soundproofing the the podcast studio?" Yeah, I don't. And to that, I they say, "Fuck you, Derek." Yeah, we're higher quality than that. Yeah, I agree. Money in this. Uh, <laughs> yeah. eventually yeah we have not come to full terms on how you guys are going to be paid for appearing but um it'll come it'll come just check your mail you'll get every you'll day get checks in the mail probably Residual. you should probably check your mail anyway every day are we gonna get residuals for this like for years and years to come <laughs> or? yep yep when every time that this podcast airs on tbs you will be getting a a small check in the mail for residuals it'll add up so Sounds good. Yeah, it'll add up over time. I look forward to that. (laughs) (laughs) So for real, though, a thing that actually did happen and did actually have NBA ramifications across the entire league, I know this isn't the order that you were prepped, but this is the order we're going. Go for it. Uh, Kawhi Leonard has joined the Raptors from the San Antonio Spurs as part of a deal including DeMar DeRozan and Jakob Pertl. That's crazy. Good job. Good job. Good I, I tried. I'm no Frank Madden, but I but I tried. Uh, and Danny Green. Uh, so DeMar DeRozan, the face of the franchise, the greatest Raptor of all time, arguably, 
is gone and replaced with you know just a vastly superior player at just about every measurable for way. a year um for for, for a <laughs> year uh i've heard good things about toronto i've never been to toronto but i've heard good things so maybe they can sell him on the city and sell him on the franchise i mean if you could sell paul george on oklahoma city i mean i don't think it's too out of the realm that you could sell Kawhi on toronto but Kawhi is Kawhi. But, i mean have you seen all the drama going on with him i mean it's pretty hard to to find logic in him right now or his uncle that's speaking for him. I was going to say, yeah, it's hard to know who's even making decisions for him because it just all seems so un based on what little anyone knows about him. I thought he died. <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard from him. Yeah, you know, it's it's weird. We, the only public thing that we've ever seen from Kawhi is, is the jokes about robot Kawhi yeah. and the indubitably <laughs> and him just being a... Just being a total, like, boring human being. I mean, his best friend is Tony Snell, which should really tell you a lot about Kawhi as a person. Oh like, could you imagine how much, what the conversations are like with yeah, those like two? Yeah, like, their phone calls are just silence. <laughs> <laughs> it's just, like, dead silence, yeah, the, just the entire phone call. Spend hours just not talking yeah, to group each message other. Group messages, no messages sent yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, uh, what are your thoughts on what Kawhi is going to bring to Toronto. I mean, we don't know what's going to happen in the future, but I mean, Bobby, do you want to start? Do you have any thoughts on what Kawhi brings to uh, Toronto and what, how this affects the East and particularly how this affects the Milwaukee Bucks? Cause as I remind you, this is a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. Well, thank you for the reminder. I may have forgotten yes, you're that. Welcome. Um, it, it's tough, honestly, because we haven't, seen him really play i mean what did he play like nine games last year and i don't think Mm -hmm. he really looked all that great as far as i remember um there's part of me that just wonders if he's at all healthy because it just seems so weird the way everything was handled and like he was hidden almost it's like you can go on instagram and watch videos of Dwayne wade every day practicing Mm -hmm. sounds like he's gonna end up in china almost but um (laughs) i think that uh he if he's healthy he is the best player the Raptors have ever had, by far. Ooh, shots fired at Vince Carter. Vince, Prime uh, VC. No, uh, come on. There's no way Vince Carter is better than Kawhi ever. No, I agree. Um, so it's, it's the best player they've ever had in their franchise, but they lost their coach of the year, who uh, some maybe are okay with that, some maybe not. It's going to be interesting because they have a new coach. We have a, They have a player who is potentially their best player ever, but we have no idea what he looks like after an injury. If he's healthy, though, I could see them being, you know, one or two in the East. I, I don't think that's a crazy thought. It's Yeah, it's hard to think that the team that won the most games in the East last year and was the number one overall seed uh, that really is essentially running back the same roster except swapping out uh, DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard. It's hard to imagine a world where that team doesn't win at least 50 games, 55 games. I mean, they... Did they win sixty, or they came very close to sixty this year? I think that was fifty-nine. Uh, fifty-nine. That sounds yeah. right. Uh, I'll, I'll I'll trust you implicitly. <laughs> um, so it's it's hard to see a you know a world where Kawhi Leonard, who you know, you get into the argument of is he the best player in the East now? Is he still the second best player in the East? I mean, if you're going off of injuries right now and the uncertainty, I guess you have to pick Giannis just out of at least he's a known commodity at this point. But yeah. It's hard to imagine a world where you don't have improved defense. You add Danny Green, who is still a kick-ass player and still yeah. 
a really serviceable player. He's kind of lost a couple steps, but he still offers a really nice 3 and D component player that you can add to just about any successful roster. Mm-hmm. It's hard to imagine a world where the Raptors don't at least win as many games as they did last year, but obviously chemistry is a real thing. Coaching matters, and there's uncertainty about about even Kawhi if he's going to try that much. But there are definitely a couple question marks for that team, and it kind of makes you happy that something as chaotic like that didn't happen with the Bucks. Thank God. Although it'd be nice to get get Kawhi, but for how uh, long though? You never know. Yeah, exactly. Well, this is one of those things too, where it, I think there is some logic in it, in that if Kawhi walks, it's not going to be the worst thing in the world for them. Because no. they can kind of hit the reset button. I think they have a lot of... I don't know if they have a lot of cap money, but I know they have cap money if he walks. Um, mm-hmm. They unloaded Drozen, which I know it sounds kind of weird to unload your franchise's best player ever, but he is overpaid relative to his production, and it's... Yes. You know, the question is, can you win a title with him as your best player? I, I don't think you can. I think they've proven pretty emphatically that you can't. Yeah, that's actually a good point. That's a good point. <laughs> they've, uh, getting, getting completely mauled by LeBron four years in a row kind of proves that, you know, th- this roster went as far as they possibly could have gotten with DeMar DeRozan as the best player on the Especially team. Especially Dwayne Casey um, in there, too, leading the charge. It, that's crazy. Exactly. The, the fact that they fired Dwayne Casey kind of tells me that they were going to give it one last shot with DeMar and Kyle Lowry, yeah. and then... At the end of the season, they're just going to blow it up anyway. They have a, you know, they bring in a new coach. They probably have, you know, they have a lot of young players. They have Mm -hmm. OG Ananobi, they have Pascal Siakam, they have Fred Van Vliet, who are all really good young players with potential that probably hasn't been fully realized yet. So they were probably going to blow it up anyway. They were going to go one last hurrah, try to get to a finals with the core that they had. So I don't think this really sets them back if they do get stuck with you know, no Kawhi and you're stuck with Kyle Lowry making $35 million for the next two seasons. But damn, that was probably the future anyway. So for, from my standpoint, I've said this pretty publicly on Twitter that I don't see any way that this isn't at least like worth it for the Raptors, but other people seem to disagree. I think it's great for the Spurs too, honestly with pop. He can develop DeRozan to be pretty decent shooter. I mean, he's got mid range down easily. He whooped our ass every time he played us. He shot fifty every yeah. time. But yeah. I like honestly the like the Raptors, the rest of them don't really scare me. Like I'm pretty sure Kawhi will like destroy us too, but like I'm mostly scared of Valanchunas. That guy like did way too much shit to <laughs> yeah. us. Like that guy's my nightmare. That's some Yeah, Valanchunas is basically Kareem when he plays yeah. us and DeMar DeRozan was basically Michael Jordan when he played us. So it is actually nice to get at least one of those demons out. In the playoffs, um, he wasn't, though. Like, honestly, that first playoff series, we just had him score on free throws alone. Like, that was pretty impressive. <laughs> yes. But, like, I think that's why they got rid of him, because his playoff production is awful. Him and even Lowry, too. He wasn't that great. Yeah. DeMar, you know, DeMar and struggling in the playoffs. Can you name a more iconic <laughs> duo? The, the Trash Bros. Yes, exactly. You know, Kyle Lowry was actually pretty damn good this last playoff run and so it seems like he may have gotten over that hump hopefully hopefully for the raptors sake at least but it's still every year it's the same thing with demar so gotta try something new i guess i'm just glad we wonder if they 
I wonder if they knew that uh, LeBron was going west if they would have fired Casey in retrospect. Because they did that before LeBron, right? Yes, they did. Yeah, I wonder if they would do that again. Well, like, no matter what, like, he couldn't win in high-stakes situations. Like, you need somebody that's going to take you farther than you want. Yeah, but nobody yeah. nobody could beat LeBron. Yeah. And they haven't for, what, eight years now? So. Oh, this year yeah. they will, easily. Oh, for sure. Yeah, the war- I don't know why he went to the like. I get he wants to live on the beach, but like he's gonna get his ass stomped by the Warriors even earlier now. Like I don't think they're gonna make the finals this year or even next year. I personally don't understand why if LA was the destination, it didn't really matter what city. I don't know why you wouldn't have gone with the Clippers in that situation. Clippers who are already like head and shoulders better team. You know, obviously not counting LeBron. Yeah. But they would have had to do some cap maneuvering to get him. But it's like everything with LeBron. If you have the chance to get LeBron, you do everything you can to get LeBron. But if I'm LeBron, I think like I have the chance to be the greatest player in two franchises' history. Because Clippers, Elton Brand's going to be the best player in Clippers' history. Chris Paul, I guess you could argue. But um, why not go to the Clippers? Go to a proven coach, regardless of how you feel about Doc Rivers. Go to a, a team that's built by a guy who's you know a world-class team builder that builds franchises and builds dynasties and jerry west Mm -hmm. it's always and then you have an owner who's willing to spend just out of control i believe he's the richest owner in the in the the clippers yeah by a yeah by by a pretty sizable margin and it might be um paul allen with the blazers but regardless that's he's got another topic Yes, that's another topic that has been eating at me for a while. It's like go to the Clippers. Like I mean, he wants but to be then like, I wouldn't be able to like afford big Clippers in LA. Tickets. Like who's gonna the Clippers aren't really like that impressive, honestly. Like he's that's, I don't know, yeah, like all true. the deals and stuff, like I think Nike paid him to go to the Lakers too. Didn't, wasn't that in his contract? Go to LA? Like I don't think they met the, I'm sure there I'm sure there's some type of incentive for him to go to a bigger yeah. market from his shoe deal and everything, but LeBron wants to be a billionaire, and I guess I can't fault him for that. I think he just wanted the whole, the luster of being a Laker, you know. I think which is weird. I agree. To me, I, wouldn't you rather win some more titles? Not that he would do that with the Clippers, but LeBron could carry the Lakers to three championships, you know, in his twilight years, and people would still say he's not as good as Kobe. At least in in LA, he has he's had like three murals in LA been destroyed. Oh my gosh, just yeah. <laughs> for no apparent reason whatsoever. I think it's because of the young core that's there right now. The guys they drafted over the time, like Ben Ingram and Kuzma and Lonzo Ball, whatever yeah. you think about them. Like, I think he really saw potential in those guys. Yeah, they'd have to. Yeah. You know, it, it is funny that we're trying to talk, have a conversation about the Raptors and DeMar DeRozan, and just naturally it just goes right back to LeBron. I mean, how like, can he can't not? Even escape. Honestly. Yeah. Even in San Antonio, DeMar cannot escape LeBron. Oh, poor guy. Poor guy. He still gets him four times a year now. Yeah, but dropping 50 <laughs> on us deserves it. Good. Send him off. Goodbye. Goodbye. And then hopefully uh, Kawhi leaves. That's oh, really 100%. all that you can hope yeah, for. Yeah, easily. The guy's a bitch, and he's not going to stay in Toronto. <laughs> you heard it here first, guys. Everyone listening, Sam Paulinski calling out Kawhi yeah, Leonard. He's a bitch, dude. I mean, like, all the stuff that's been going down, he said out a year. Like, I'm pretty sure he said out longer than he had to just because he's upset that he doesn't want to be in the team anymore. Then, like, San Antonio's asking for, like, the entire world. They want, like, the Staples Center and everything for Kawhi. It's like, that's not happening, dude. 
You think they're going to send away their entire young like core for Kawhi Leonard, who's like a question mark? The Staples Center is falling apart, though. It is not in the best condition, I will hey, say. You know what? They can have so it. <laughs> they're tr- trying to buy low on the Staples yeah. Center. Really, though, was it a good trade overall for the Spurs? I, I feel like yeah, easily could have got more. Yeah. Well, Kawhi's not staying there no matter what. He's threatened not even to play. It's- yeah, it's good that they got something instead of nothing. I just was surprised. Actually, I was surprised that they threw the pick in. I thought that the pick probably didn't that is, to be there. Yeah, that's a little strange. Oh, yeah. yeah. Kind of weird. Um, it, it definitely shows a lot that how the organization feels about Pop and his future, that he doesn't want to go through another long rebuild, and it doesn't seem like he was interested in, in tanking or, or missing the playoffs. So they got probably the best player that was offered to them just in hopes that they could keep the thing afloat for a few more seasons i wonder how much longer he's staying honestly yeah i it's it's got to be it's got to be less than five years is how is the how i feel about it but but as far as how this trade kind of affects the bucks the Kawhi part i know we kind of lost our way there but (laughs) (laughs) uh where are we i think it actually um it just all depends on how good he looks i mean is it bad for the Bucks. I mean, I guess in some respect. I, in my mind, the Bucks weren't going to the finals next year anyhow. Um, I no. think How dare you wait a minute. say that um, on this Milwaukee Bucks up. podcast. Sorry, guys. Which I remind you is about the Milwaukee Bucks. They're going to win the title next year. That's what I meant to say. There you go. Excellent. That's The next five years is actually the answer we were looking oh, for. Okay. Well, in reality <laughs> though, uh, in real world, um, I, I, you know, they are probably a better team than us on paper. We don't know how good of a coach Nick Nurse is going to be. But I don't necessarily think this is a problem for the Bucks long term. I think even if Kawhi were to stay, they'd still be good. But then Lowry gets a year older. Um, Ibaka gets a year older. You know, going, kind of go down the line. And I don't know that really hurts us long term. I think next year, will they be better than us? Yeah, I think they might be on the same level or better if Kawhi is who we thought he was. Um, but I don't think it hurts us long term. No, I think with him leaving next year, like I think it's that's pretty solid. He's leaving because L.A. to Toronto, that's like that's a pretty big difference right there, honestly. But I think he's gone, honestly. Yeah, I'd be surprised if he stayed. I'd be amazed. Actually. Are you guys? Are you disappointed that the Bucks didn't try to put together an offer no, for him? Fuck that! That would be a lot. We had to give a lot for that. Like I think Brogdon, yeah, probably, it'd, it'd probably to be. No thanks. The package I was thinking was probably going to be uh, some combination of Middleton and Thon. Um, playoff but Thon, I wouldn't no. be surprised if... <laughs> exactly. You can't get rid of the playoff MVP, that's yeah. for sure. Um, a veteran, too. I think that's an, that's probably... <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's about as old as uh, we think Serge Ibaka might be. <laughs> or Ursa. Um, yeah, exactly. With the, the as soon as we sign Sergio Baca, we'll have all the questionable age guys on our team, and then that's that unlocks the championship. Yes, I think. please. Then we got to trade for uh, Bismack, and then we'll be all good. Yeah, there <laughs> you go. Uh, so that's enough talk about the Raptors. I think. Do you guys agree? Yeah, yeah I was done with them. Get that out yeah, of here. Yeah, slightly. Uh, next big news on on tab for us. You know, let's move around from the list of topics that i gave you because Surprise. this is chaos and gotta keep you guys on your toes it. um recently matt velasquez of the journal sentinel said that the milwaukee bucks are not interested in signing christian wood christian wood 
the MVP of our hearts from the Milwaukee Bucks Summer League. Uh, do you guys have any thoughts on the possibility that the Bucks are going to let Christian Wood walk away without a contract? Well, what are we going to pay him with? I mean, like, this we have true. no money. We're going to, we can probably give him, like, a few bucks and, like, some shirts, maybe a hat. But, like, we're, we're totally strapped for cash right now. We're paying Delhi way too much. We got Toledovich, who won't retire for some reason. We got, um, <laughs> Toledovich's money is going to be gone. Hopefully, November, yeah. November, eventually. What's up with Hopefully, like? What's up with yeah. that disease? Like, I know. Uh, what's it? Chris Bosh has it. And he wants to come back. It's like you're gonna. It's die. just re- it's just recurring. Yeah, but well, I think it has a lot to do with you know blood clots or a thing that are not on the surface. It's not like you're like oh I can't walk yeah. anymore, so I don't want to play basketball anymore. It's one of those things that you can't feel, you can't tell that your body's betraying yeah, you, and so you're like I'm healthy. Like, die. like you just don't even know. I don't know why you'd yeah. want to risk it, but. Yeah, we have no money. Like, I, I don't know how well like summer league talent really transfers over. Like, I know DJ Wilson's yeah. dropping forty points a game for some reason, and like, go, <laughs> he like he still runs like you know in a dream when you're trying to run and you're just like you're pretty much drunk, you're, like flailing everywhere. You're like, you're like walking through sand or like walking through like like pudding, like it's like his feet are really heavy, yeah. but. He's like still graceful while he, he runs. He defies physics every time he runs. It's really weird. But <laughs> yep. like, yeah, I don't know how well it transfers over. Like he was great. I love seeing him. But like, if he wants a roster spot and like money, I don't think we can do that for him. Honestly. Yeah, I mean, supposedly the, he. Sorry, go ahead. The theory would have to be that what we'd have to drop. You could, in theory, drop Zeller, right? Because yep. it's not guaranteed. Could not correct. Give him that money, but is he worth it? I I think. So I remember last year, I got real excited because summer, like, summer league games, you know, they're on TV more and more. And I was like, oh, God, I can't wait to watch some real basketball. Yeah. And then I watched a quarter of summer league and I was like, this is not fucking real basketball. <laughs> <laughs> this is not fun. I just don't put much stock into the into the summer league. I mean, there are yeah. players who are great who sucked in summer league and the other way around. And so I kind of looked at kind of Christian Wood. So he's 6'10 and he's 216, mm-hmm. I believe. For reference, John Henson is 6'11 and 230. So if you think John Henson gets pushed around, John, uh, Christian Wood is not exactly going to be this box-out rebounding monster um, that I think maybe he looked like he was in Summer League. Yeah, I think so, too. I, I just, you know, and he, he has some parts of his game where it looked like he had an okay face-up game, an okay three-point shot. But, like, okay doesn't really matter. Um, you know, so would I be upset if we dropped Zeller and gave him a two-way? Not really, but do I care that we're not going to try him? Also, not really. I, I just don't think it's a big deal. Yeah, he's really skinny. Like, you can see him get kind of pushed around. Like, he get his shots denied like pretty often in the Summer League, too. And, like, I don't yeah, think we can de- develop anybody else. He definitely struggled through contact. Like, I'm tired of, like, building projects. I just want a car that runs. I don't want to, like, sit in my garage for three summers and, like, trying to build it. Like, I just want to get to work. I'm not trying to trying to make Thon every year. It's not my thing. Yeah, you know, it's it's funny to see a guy. He does look good in, in Summer League, but he also, you you know, you reminded yourself that he's basically going up against guys who are going to be like, in two or three years, could be like middle school teachers. <laughs> and they're, they're not meant, they're not long for the yeah. league. So when you see him struggle through contact or, or, you know, get blocked at the rim, you just think like, you know, he did for the most part dominate, but it wasn't this type of performance where I thought, you know, for sure, this guy's a sure thing in the NBA. How long has he been in the league? Um, I mean, hasn't he been on the Rockets, this is, Charlotte? And like, he's been on a lot of teams. He, 
he's been he was most notably you know for the Sixers briefly in in summer league where oh yeah uh, the Sixers fans were also actually really upset that they didn't sign him <laughs> to the main roster when that, when that happened so it, it could be indicative of a of a much bigger thing but yeah. I would like to see I would like them to give him a two way spot but he said he's not interested in a two way spot so that's the only contract that I'm interested in him yeah. having he can have you know we no longer have the third the third Plumley. No. Um, he, he's gone. So uh, in, if he were to take a two-way contract, I'd be ecstatic. But if he he's not interested interested in it, you know, he's not going to get anything more than the veteran minimum. So uh, good luck to you, sir. Yeah, I think yes, he's going to be around for a while. You know, and I looked up something too. So just, again, because I like stats. Uh, so he's he played, what, 90-some games in the last two years in the G League, or maybe three years. I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. He shot 28% from 30. So I think there's some people mm-hmm. who saw the highlights like, this dude can shoot. Like, no, he can't. He shoots worse than Giannis, or as good at least. Um, he just doesn't have any part of his game that's like, you look at it and it's like, okay, that's that's his NBA elite skill. We need to get him and get him to do that. He just doesn't have that. He can dunk, but that's pretty much it. Like, Thon can do that too. We already have a Thon. Can he though? Like... Are we sure Thon can dunk? Oh, Thon, playoff Thon, man, he proved any like he can do anything, man. <laughs> that guy can yeah, hit half court shots. The why not? <laughs> He's had time. Okay, so I think I, I think we've all kind of kind of come to agreement on the Christian Wood situation. It's like if he will take a two way, great. Yeah. If he's not interested in a two way, yeah. then yeah, good luck to you. Um, another topic that we're going to talk about. Kind of, I'm just transitioning so seamlessly these are such natural segues to say another topic yeah are we talking about toronto about? still i can't even tell we switch <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> it just blends into each other yeah. man um the big news since uh what kind of podcast is this guys do you remember i believe it's a raptors podcast uh correct LeBron? okay um wait. in raptors news, <laughs> wait no box former... sorry box oh i was wrong oh you're right you're right sorry. tampa bay in... <laughs> in, Tam- in in just the city it's a podcast about the city of Tampa Bay, Florida that's right um, in actual Bucks news Javari Parker is officially a bull did you what did you guys Good think of him. seeing him in the uh, in the red jersey did it feel weird to you guys no look at that paycheck dude 40 million no thanks like I like Jabari a lot as a person but if he's not going to play defense he's going to give up in the playoffs he's like demanding 40 million when he's got uh, two ACL tears. I'm like, I, I don't think that's worth it, honestly. And I don't think he fit in right with the team. I think, like, him going home, good for him. Like, we're not going to worry about the Chicago Bulls. It's not 1996 anymore. Like, they're not <laughs> shit. We, like, go there, push him around a little bit, and we, like, make fun of uh, Robin Lopez because he's got funny hair. But, like, they're nothing to worry about, I don't think. It's true. That's a good point. He does have funny yeah. hair. Looks like a caveman. It's pretty cool. We have his brother though. That may that may stop us from wanting to make fun of his hair. Yeah, he'll kick our ass. True. Yeah, I don't want to mess with that guy. But it, it wasn't really that weird to see him in a different uniform. I kind of I once the season was over, I was expecting him to not be a buck. Um, just he kind of left with the sour taste in everyone's mouth. It seemed Especially like. Especially the Ursan the tri- uh, signing, dude. You knew he was gone. I, yeah, once they signed Ursan, they hard capped themselves at like what was it, one twenty nine or whatever. Pretty much, um, and I think that meant the most we could offer was fifteen, unless we renounced some contracts. So honestly, we couldn't even sign him for that twenty million, which I wouldn't have wanted to. No. Um, yeah. 
but honestly, from the Bulls' perspective, you know, so it's a one plus one team option. They weren't going to do anything else with their cap anyhow. You know, why not take the year and see what he see what he becomes? I don't I don't think it's a bad deal from the Bulls' perspective. Yeah, it, it kind of comes down to what you think of Jabari as a player, and I'm I think we've all kind of seen the up and down <laughs> yeah. roller coaster that is the Jabari Parker career. Uh, I'm of the thought that I like him as a person. You know, people will shit on him for quitting in the playoffs and having a bad attitude. That also does not mean that you can't still be a good play, a good person <laughs> while sulk, while sulking at He's your job. He's pretty much a Nazi. Nope. There, yeah, there's there's very few people that that are all the time good people when you're you know grumpy at your job. Yeah. Um, but yeah, twenty million is something that we couldn't match, and um, I'm completely fine watching him go away and i'm happy for him as a person and just like sam said uh, i have zero concerns about the bulls <laughs> in the short term and the long term um, unless laurie markinen and wendell carter become these absolute superstars i have no fear of zach levine and and jabari parker anyone on them uh, and they'll go right through them especially yeah, jabari exactly that. That team is going to hemorrhage points like no yeah. other. Uh, yeah, I, I uh, can't you... wait to see what their defensive rating is next year. They're going to be awful. I can't wait to see Giannis versus Jabari. Oh, my God. Yes, in... please. Um, what did you guys think of his press conference? Uh, as we've, If you followed Jabari Parker's <laughs> career for very long, you know he's just about the most awkward person in the NBA when it comes to talking on camera, talking to reporters. Uh, what were your thoughts on what he said, Bobby? You know, honestly, I've always kind of looked at his press conferences like with uh, some admiration because I feel like if if that was me, you threw me up there in the room full of you know reporters and asked me questions, I'd be just as awkward as him because I don't like that stuff, and I don't think he does either. Um, but I actually lost his press conference twice because I actually really like Jabari the person, not so much the basketball player. You're just a you're just a glutton for <laughs> yeah yeah. You just gotta watch it and his uh, his conference was like the complete Jabari Parker experience. Mm-hmm. He answered some questions very thoughtfully and, and with heart. He answered some questions where you were pretty sure he wasn't answering the question he was actually asked. And then he answered, even, even answered some questions where he literally just stopped halfway through his answer and just kind of stared away from the mic and then stopped talking. It was very, very <laughs> bizarre. But um, it was everything I expected from an interview of, interview of him. And um, I, I enjoyed it, but I, I, he maybe didn't perform well. Mm-hmm. compared to expectations it depends i guess on what your expectations are for his press press conference i guess if you're if you're a bulls fan he definitely did not live up to your expectations if if you're a bucks fan and you've seen him do interviews in the past you're just kind of like huh, yeah exactly. that's about what i expected a jamari <laughs> parker press conference to yep. be like uh, i remember um back when he was recovering from the second acl tear a reporter asked him if um if the coaching staff gave him like any film to watch while he was, while he was uh, recovering and doing PT mm-hmm. and he paused, looked at the reporter and then said, next question. What? <laughs> so that, that's apparently a question that uh, was a little too off base for Jabari <laughs> to answer. So uh, he's a, he's definitely a very awkward person when it comes to talking yeah. in in public. Well, he, and he had a question like that. I think I wrote this down. Sam Smith asked him about basically how he came back from his injury. And Jabari's reply was, if you didn't see the games, I can't answer the question. And he says, I showed that. 
and you think he's going to keep talking, but he just stops and starts looking somewhere else. It it was a very bizarre reply, in my opinion. It's like, he's just asking if you think you came back from your injury well. It's like, he wasn't trying to be mean about anything. Mm-hmm. And he seemed very defensive. Rose. And the, yeah, he was super defensive with the Derek Rose question, too, which was also just kind of bizarre. Hey, if there's one way to endure yourself to the city of Chicago, though, the Bulls fans, it's to defend Derek Rose. If we've seen... How many Derrick Rose people will show up anytime he's mentioned online just to go to bat for him? Yeah. He's that's probably a, a good PR move for Jabari to defend Derrick Rose. I mean, I agree. It's so like, weird though. Why? Why do people care about Derrick? Well, like so much? he has been through a lot. Like, and it's not like completely crazy to say that he has low points in his career. Like him saying he's depressed and he like obviously had knee injuries like three times in his career. He like he was the MVP one year, then like now he's just like struggling for like two day contracts pretty much at one point. And like I get that Jabari's been through the same thing, but it's not crazy to say that he's been in low points too. Like Jabari's entire thing is saying that like you grow from your injuries and like the things that you go through. But like yeah, it's not crazy to say that like someone struggled or had low points. He's like, yeah, he's always been games. great. It's like, he hasn't, though. If you tore your ACL, like, you're obviously not too great when you're sitting on the bench, like, in a suit. I don't know what he's talking about. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weird. Pretty, it's pretty hard to say that someone doesn't have low points when literally every person in the entire world, in every profession, has yeah. low points. Well, and when Jabari himself acknowledges that he's had low points, it, it really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, apparently Jabari has had low points, but Derek Rose did not. <laughs> He's perfect. He's a le- he's a legend in this league regarding Jabari, which I I, I kind of disagree with, but you know it's 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 fine. That's how he views things. Um, but it definitely is one of the more he, bizarre moments. Yeah, I think so, but not. He is a legend in the circles of when you're bringing up players who never reach their full potential. We also got like the youngest <laughs> MVP ever. He'll be remembered as such. Like he was good for it's that true. time, but like those knee injuries do not like those are not something to play with. It can take someone down. It took him down. And it did spawn the whole Simba meme. So, actually, that is kind of a legendary thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's true. But his defensive comments, get... too. Oh, sorry. But his defensive no, comments, that's man. exactly what I was going to talk but about. But what's up with that? He's like, some people don't get paid to play defense. It's like, you're definitely not next year if you're talking like that. <laughs> you know, he actually said I don't get paid that. to play defense. Through... It's like, yeah, you I do. I went through and listened to that. Um, because it was, I was so interested in like the context of it. He yeah. actually says something in effect of like people don't play, people don't pay anyone to pay defense except for two guys. And I was wondering if he meant two guys like currently or like in the history of the league. Either way, it was pretty stupid. But yeah. it was, I just wonder what he was thinking. Yeah, that's he's important. like only Dr- only Draymond and 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 Gobert get paid to play defense. <laughs> Is he watching the NFL or something where everybody plays one side? Like, I don't get what he's talking about there. Like he's, I think he's, if he's watching anything, he's probably play, watching golf because there's no defense in golf. Yeah. So he's probably like, people don't get paid to play defense. It, it transfers to all sports, I'm pretty we sure. You can stare like blindly at that, like kind of brain dead. Something Jabari would do. You know, yeah, his, the the comments about defense are just so bizarre, but they're just so on brand for Jabari. Wow. Just because it, it never really seemed like he was particularly... Obviously, he was clueless at mm-hmm. it, but his biggest issue was always that it just seemed like he had no interest in playing defense whatsoever. So it's actually nice to hear this vocalized that he's like, yeah, I just yeah, I have no no plans and, <laughs> and no thoughts on playing defense. I love it for us. It's like what we're, we're all thinking, yeah. it, but 
he vocalized. Like, I love it for us because I hate, like, Chicago and Milwaukee have, like, a huge rivalry. Like, the Bears piss me off. Like, the Cubs piss me off. Like, I love hearing that for them because I know it made their fan base mad. Or, like, told you, like, you guys were, like, blindly signing him, like, cheering about paying him $40 million, But, like, the dude is not willing to, like, play defense, which is really important in the game. Like, if he's not willing to do that, then, like, you don't know what else he's not willing to do. You need somebody that's, like, willing to step up. I mean, Jabari is a classic. If he does not score 30 efficiently, yeah. he is hurting your team, point blank. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. He's a, he's pr- pretty much the definition of, like, a, a low-calorie score right now, an empty-calorie score. Yeah. Just, it, it, is it really helping your team? And most of the time, the answer is no. I, mean, I loved watching him when he came back, and like him just shooting from the three point line, or like just driving and dunking again. Like that's fun to watch, but seeing him just get like ran through, it's definitely not too fun to watch. Especially when you have Joe Prunty as your coach, and you like you want to get a little far, so you can like attract people to your team this off season, not lose the first round again, which is pretty annoying. I think there's there is something to be said about the fact that. Jabari had a potato head for his coach for four years, who apparently oh didn't gosh. like him. Yeah, um, I know. I am so happy that Potato Head is just like his unofficial nickname. And if you say <laughs> Potato Head, there's a very large portion of Bucks fans who know exactly who you're talking. I, about. I, I won't address him as anything but. Yes, his his name is is completely not allowed. It's like saying Voldemort in Hogwarts. You are not allowed to say Potato Head's true name on the Deer Noise podcast. <laughs> Where but were I you when you found like... out about his firing? Oh, I have talked about this many times. I'm very glad that you asked <laughs> this. I was actually on the uh, Disneyland Railroad in Disneyland oh my celebrating my girlfriend's birthday. I got a, a text from Alex Hopper saying that Jason Kidd has been fired. And as we passed through uh, Tomorrowland, <laughs> the back of it, uh, I was looking it up to confirm that it actually happened. And yeah, he's he was gone. And I... Oh my gosh. I uh, was more happy about that the rest of our trip than I was actually going to Disneyland or my girlfriend's birthday. I was actually celebrating something else the whole time. Yeah, best day of my life, honestly. Oh my god. Where were you? Where were you at? Uh, I I asked the question, but I have literally no idea. I think I was at the gym, maybe. I remember like just, you're just jumping up. You're just saying that because you want to tell us. Yeah, that I was curling. Uh, I was curling the bar, dumbbells, <laughs> doing some CrossFit. Yeah. Bro. I was doing some pull-ups in my in my garage. Nothing crazy. Where are you? Do you know Bobby? Do you know where you were? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, I was at work, um, <laughs> and I got up and I ran around. And I was like telling people, and I remember that people at my work don't give two shits about the bucks, and they all looked at me with blank stares. And I was like, you know, what? I don't care. I'm happy. It's a good day. <laughs> yeah, you know, I miss the days when we were all united. There's a, lately, there's been a real big portion of the Bucks online community that's been very angry about the Jabari Parker thing and hating anyone who talks about it. You know, we've been at each other's throats. There's been the Bucks civil war, but we were, there was this brief period earlier this season where we were all united in our hatred against that potato guy. And hopefully we can go back to that one day and we'll all be united and, and, have a common enemy again because that's when I think we were all there closest. I mean, some people even liked him. They wanted to keep him. Yeah, but we don't talk about yeah, like them. Those people, out. Don't want them. Get out of here. Bums. <laughs> Jason Kidd, all, man, all fake accounts. Oh, no, he said it. He said oh, the name. Oh, God. That wasn't me. 
<laughs> well, I think something there's something to be said for like so. I think the whole like like you said the civil war on Twitter of Buck's Twitter. I think a lot of people are kind of coming down on that, but a lot of people are still left with the whole um, oh we didn't get anything for a second overall pick. And like I'd ask people to like cognitively think about when in Jabari Parker's career you would have traded him for value. Because the only time you could have done that was his third year when he was scoring twenty on decent efficiency. And if you're the Bucks, you can't really do that, can you? Because he's starting to be what you want him to be. Um, I just you know, everyone everyone's so torn up about oh, we didn't get anything for the second pick. Realistically, first off, it was only a second pick in, you know, four years ago when it was actually the second pick. Then it became Jabari Parker, the player who tore his ACL twice, and there's no value to get out of that, unfortunately. And we have to pay to do that. And where are we going to get the money? Are we going to match $40 million? We can't. The $20 million a year? This is not possible for us. Yeah, there's there's no reason for the, the Bulls to play to play ball there. The, there was no chance that they were ever going to get anything out of it. And exactly like you said, at that point we weren't trading the number two overall pick. We were just trading Jabari Parker. That's who it is. Mm-hmm. He's been the number two pick for a few years now. He's no longer a number two pick. He's just Jabari Parker. That was the return for Jabari Parker. It was nothing. So if you're still getting upset about that, I don't know what else to tell you. <laughs> and it's not exactly the Bucks' fault. I mean, actually, it's not the Bucks' fault at all. You, you just no, it's no, not. no one predicted that he was going to tear his ACL twice. You know, all that stuff. So it's unfortunate that it went down the way it did. I'd rather have gotten something instead of nothing. But actually, I'd rather yes. have gotten nothing in the case of how it went down because I'd rather not pay him twenty million dollars a year. Yeah. Or the three-year yeah. fifty-four million that was rumored that we gave him last year. Thank God he didn't take that. Holy crap! Yeah, no thanks. <laughs> yeah, they definitely dodged a bullet <laughs> there. Uh, the fact the fact of the matter is, it's there's no reason to be mad about what happened with Jabari. I, I guess you know there's a lot of people who'd be mad just that he didn't try while he was here, but that's that's in the past. But the only way that you should really feel about Jabari Parker leaving is just disappointment, pretty much. It's sad that it didn't work out. Um, it's sad that you know Jason Kidd alienated him and it didn't work out and it's sad that he couldn't stay healthy and when he was healthy he wasn't giving 100% but really the only thing you could take away is just it's it's sad what happened but that's basketball that's life and that's being a Bucks fan right there I just hope you guys are ready for another a year though or probably many years of people coming back at the Jabari stand saying, look, dudes, he's scoring 25 on great efficiency. We totally missed it. You know, that's going to be a thing. Yeah, but it's not in the playoffs. Really, really annoying. It will not be. Not in the playoffs. Not, yeah, exactly. They're that's not very going true. anywhere. That's very true. <laughs> I mean, we have Bud. Yeah. We're going to be fine. Giannis and Bud, I'm, yeah. I'm confident in that. I, I think I'm prepared for that just because I've had to listen to people say, that the Bucks are stupid for trading Dirk Nowitzki. Oh my god! Uh, which is a completely, completely different circumstances. So I'm just totally used to these inane takes that don't make any sense in context. But uh, I think I'm, I'm, I'm prepared for that. I've, there are a few things. Life as a Bucks fan has prepared us. There are a few things that trigger me, like the Bucks traded Dirk Nowitzki comment on Reddit. <laughs> Every single time I see it, it makes me mad, and I always comment and I always tell myself just to let it go, but I can't. I type out a response. And I, I usually delete it, and then I come back an hour later and respond anyway. Yeah, scream in your pillow. Yep, exactly. Go look at a lake. So, real quick, I mean, we're almost at an hour. Uh, it's crazy how quickly these things go when you're, you, you know, we just love talking about the Toronto Raptors and the Chicago Bulls so much that we 
just blow through an Let's hour. Go another hour. Let's um, talk about them again. <laughs> one more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go. The, you know, two hours. That's definitely the sweet spot for podcasts, right? This is the inaugural episode, so we do kind of have to go hard. So let's do it. The inaugural episode of the new name, which is, <laughs> as I mentioned earlier, is Raptor Deer Noise. <laughs> Raptor Screech, <the laughs> Toronto Raptors podcast. Jurassic but Park no, thing. Deer Noise, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast. I like it. Uh, we. We renamed it to have the Milwaukee Bucks in the actual name because when people search for Bucks podcast, maybe that'll help. I don't know. I don't know anything about SEO and Google AdWords and that stuff, but that's what I imagine is going to help this podcast take off. Um, real quick, before I let you guys go, we have one more quick topic. I want to hear your take on this hypothetical situation. It is a game called Would You Rather involving the milwaukee bucks sam how does the milwaukee how does the would you rather theme song go would you rather Sing it for us uh yeah i don't know what you're talking about but i'll sing whatever you want man podcasted right here perfect that is that is the theme song for that is the official theme song we appreciate it sam for for providing us with that um here's your situation you guys will have I don't know, let's say 10 seconds to think about it. Would you rather have Matthew Dellavedova with his current contract, two years remaining with the hair over $9.5 million, or have your backup point guard be Michael Carter-Williams on his current contract with the Houston Rockets, which is $3 million and is only for one year? Deli, I, I can't watch MCW play basketball for a whole year. I don't care how much he costs. Uh, I will do MCW, honestly. One year. Because we're going to get rid of Deli in a year anyways. We're going to try. I mean, why as well have like yeah, a low light tape, which is really fun to watch, and see him like completely miss layups, which is really funny to watch. Like Deli's is like, not funny to watch. Like just kind of hurts seeing him pass it till there's like a second le- like, a left on the shot clock and throwing we- it up. What about in the playoffs, though, when he when he stole the ball and and put up the buzzer beater by l- literally the most deli play ever, that's, stealing the ball and throwing up the <laughs> hail mary of a of a layup. That's one of my favorite plays from this year, honestly. And honestly, yeah, he, I think great. he has some value in the playoffs. I think in the regular season, maybe not. But when it gets down to the whole, you can foul people for forty eight minutes a game. There's not many players better than, at least for a backup point guard. I think he he fits in pretty well, but. Yeah, I guess I'd rather have his cap hit off. Yeah, when it comes down to money, I'm definitely trying to get him out of there and trying to get pick up like the next free agency, like next year, the free agency is going to be absolutely insane with everybody that's like on the table. It's going to be crazy, especially with these there minor are guys. Pros and cons to both, man. Yeah, but like it's like watching MCW is actually pretty funny to watch. Like he's like a funny <laughs> so, guy to watch. He's got a pretty funny face. He looks like Michael B. Jordan's like messed up clone to me. Like you really messed up, like your computer crashed while doing it. Like that's what it would pop out looking like. He reminds me of uh, when Dave Chappelle played Prince. <laughs> yeah, that like he kind of has really good. He kind of has that look to me. And Prince is probably the better basketball. Well, player, and plus yeah. he's Giannis's best friend. I don't friend. doubt that. Like MCW and Giannis are like boys for life. Can't deny no, that. That's then true. Tony but... Snell came. And Tony Snell exactly. Came. We can't break up. Yeah, what's up though, with his friendships? He's like friendship. friends with the most random guys. They're really quiet hey, and weird. 
I want to be friends with Tony yeah, Snow. Yeah, I'm like a random guy. I'll be friends with Giannis and Tony Snow. If, you, if you ever fell, there's no one who'd run faster to help you than I know. Tony Snow. It's true. I always thought that if you had Best like an Olympic, if you had an Olympic 100 meter dash and you had somebody fall at the end of it, he could break the record. Just having him sprint down <laughs> to the teammate that's down over there, I think he could. We'll have to put it to. We'll have to try it out. Yeah, I'll sure. contact him. Okay, get a hold of him. <laughs> reach out to him. Uh, maybe get a hold of Kawhi. Maybe Kawhi can send him a uh, a message. Yeah, smoke signals no, or whatever that guy talks. I don't know how he does it. No content. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so, so we have it on the record. Sam, you are selecting Michael Carter Williams due to his lower contract and because, as you said, you enjoy watching him struggle to be a basketball. Yeah, player. I can't wait to watch the Rockets just play him and just watch him just completely destroy their own team. It's going to be really funny. Watch him, watch him turn into like a 40% three-point shooter who plays awesome defense. and Like Gerald Green, right? Everyone's so, so hurt that we didn't keep Gerald Green because he was so awesome. Oh, I kind of am too, honestly. Oh. He would have looked a lot different under Jace, under Potato Head. Oh my god, I almost said it. <laughs> yeah. I'm not, I'm not pro-Liggins, but um, I don't think that uh, you know he would have looked quite as good as he did in this might. This might be stereotypical Bucks fan talking right now, but if Michael Carter Williams shoots forty percent from three, I will eat a sock. I've heard that's bad for you. I have heard that as well. Yeah, have we heard from uh, uh, from Jeebus? Is that the guy who did it? Have we heard from him yet? We've had a couple people eat, eat we socks. We have what? And so far, everyone has survived. So All right, far, I'm gonna I'm gonna test that. That's a conversation for another time. <laughs> yeah, Sam is going yeah, to we'll eat, see if I die. To eat a sock himself and see what happens. And we will report on his next uh, appearance on I'll the show. I'll have two. Um, that is that is one hour, one minute, guys. We did it. Uh, we made it. Um, yeah. How do you guys feel, Bobby? How do you feel? I can't wait for them residual checks to come in. Ooh, me neither. As soon as the money starts rolling in, you'll be the first to know. Yes, please. Sam, how do you uh, feel? I'm here for the money, so I'm just excited to get that check, too. Okay. There, Sam, do you want to plug your Instagram? Want to plug your Twitter? Uh, just Sam Film on Instagram. You know, I got some stuff you going post on some, there. Some tasty Milwaukee Bucks edits. Yeah, I should get some more of those going. Why not? Let's do it. Bobby, you want to you plug anything while you're here on, on record no. for the dozens of listeners? No, don't follow these. Leave me alone. Okay. Do you want to say anything to Patrick's mom, who's surely listening? Uh, I can't think of anything clever. Otherwise, I would say something. Okay. Well, I appreciate you guys coming on. Sorry, sorry, to Patrick's mom, if you're listening to this. <laughs> we appreciate you. We appreciate Patrick's mom. You know what we appreciate more than that? We appreciate people who subscribe to the podcast and leave us reviews on iTunes. So if you haven't done that yet. Uh, look it up. Search for Deer Noise, a Milwaukee Bucks podcast, or search for Milwaukee Bucks podcast. We'll see if my theory works and it'll show up easier. Uh, find us online. Leave us a review. It helps us. It makes me look good to the people who pay for this podcast. Um, so, again, appreciate my guest, Bobby Light, and Sam Polinski, a.k.a. Vice President. Appreciate Pope. it. Uh, appreciate it, guys. Uh, take care. We'll uh, see you next week.